0: Welcome to CEO On The Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm your host, Gail Lance, and together we'll be exploring the people side of leadership. You'll learn how to better engage and inspire those around you and yourself. So let's get started. Hey there, how are you doing? I really like to know because that's one of the questions I often ask my clients when I'm working with them. I often ask them how they're feeling on a scale of one to 10. One means extremely down, maybe hanging by a thread, and 10 means thriving or extremely positive. And it's been interesting to hear responses lately because the common response now is it depends. It might depend on the week or the day or even the hour of the day. One client recently said, that they were at a negative eight last week, and now they're at a positive eight this week. So that's a good thing. There's just a lot of fluctuation. And it is truly an emotional roller coaster out there for so many people and for me as well. So if you're feeling up and down, you're not alone. I really wanted to speak to this topic because recently I've had a few clients who are dealing with some very serious and sad issues in their organizations. I also have just been reading up on some of the latest statistics, and I saw that one of the, the most recent studies shows that 66% of professionals believe that working from home is now hurting their mental health. And this, this seems to be a shift where a lot of people enjoyed it at first, but now we've been at it so long that they feel that it's really affecting their mental health because they're feeling isolated or lonely. There's a blurred line between work and home. It's harder to stop working. A lot of people feel like they have to be on 24-7 now. Suicide hotline calls are up over 50% now, and one of the growing segments of the population who are reaching out for help are young people, specifically recent college graduates who are trying to find work, And this is just a challenging transition, even without all the other circumstances that are going on. So it just um, is exacerbating the issue. And I'm especially sensitive to that statistic since I have a recent graduate in my own family. So I have a few thoughts to help you and your team ride the emotional roller coaster more easily without feeling sick to your stomach or feeling like you want to jump off. So here we go. Buckle up. One, it's okay not to be okay. In fact, sometimes I worry about people who claim that they're not experiencing anything different right now. Um, I think a lot of leaders feel like they have to be stoic. A lot of times you may not have the words to describe your emotions. It's just something that's felt. I was reading an interesting McKinsey & Company article recently on the Emotion Index, and it featured a graphic representation of eight different emotions that people experience. And in the article, they did put words to the different emotions. They broke it down into uh, these categories. They talked about joy and trust, fear and surprise, uh, sadness, disgust, anger, and anticipation. The article shows a breakdown of how the different emotions are showing up in different countries and has uh, lots of colors (laughs) to analyze. I thought it was really interesting. It indicates that people all over the world are experiencing similar emotions just to different degrees, and they could tell some of the nuances. For example, they said that you'll find more joy in India and more anticipation in Australia. I think the top emotion or the one that was showing up most heavily in the U.S. now is apprehension. A friend and I were talking recently about all the sensitivities we're seeing through social media. I'm not on social media that much, but she and I were just talking about how extreme some of the comments have been and how hateful and insensitive. And, and I think a lot of that is also just creating a lot of apprehension as well. So Anyway, back to you and what you're experiencing personally. Let's make sure that you can do whatever it is that you need to do to get on the positive side, at least more frequently. One key is not judging whatever emotions you have. Some people are in a no win situation. They beat themselves up thinking that they should recover too quickly or just get over whatever negative emotion is making them sad or depressed. And then if they feel happy, they feel guilty. So don't judge. Just observe and let the emotions pass. Maybe some form of prayer or meditation might be helpful. Um, You might enjoy music, exercise, and be sure to reach out for help if you need it. There's strength in doing that. Another key is not to compare yourself to others. And that's easier said than done. I like to remind myself that living a comparative life is dangerous. Instead, live a compassionate life. And that starts with compassion for yourself. So that was number one. It's okay not to be okay. Number two, search for the positive or what I'm calling the positive core. The positive core is the essence of strength and power in your organization that can be found in your people. Or it could be your own personal positive core. And we'll we'll talk about both. I'd like to suggest an exercise. And there are a couple of variations that you can consider. One is to ask your team members to reflect individually on a time when they were especially proud of something that they accomplished. It might be a standout moment, a specific win, a time that really had some meaning to them. And when you're asking them about these experiences, be sure to dig deeper and ask them to tell the story of what happened. Sometimes people will say, oh, well, we won that big piece of business or I helped win that big piece of business. And so back into that story and say, let's Let's dissect this. What happened? What was what was in the way? What was your specific role? What were the skills that you used? Tell me about the process. In one of my meetings, I had a guy mention that he had to expand their business in uh, the U.S. into global markets. So, in his words, they just acquired another organization overseas. <laughs> he made it sound so easy. So, we had to really understand what was the process. What were the challenges? It revealed that this executive in particular had great skills in negotiation, collaborating, helping different people come together. So we were able to start seeing him in a different light. And he was able to see himself in a new light, understanding some of the unique skills and strengths and experiences that he brought to the table. So that's one variation, asking individuals to reflect on a time that they were especially proud of or a standout moment. So the other variation of this exercise, which I really like and highly suggest, is to ask your team members to think about a time when they had to overcome something that was extremely difficult. It might be something in their career or even their personal life. It doesn't need to be tied to your organization, although it could be. And so getting them to think through this will give them more energy and power and ideas to actually think through how they can get through some of the challenges that they're experiencing now in the current situation. So you could have these kinds of conversations in small groups or in breakout sessions on Zoom, maybe one-on-one breakout sessions where you have just two or maybe three team members interviewing each other, taking notes, having them dig deep to find out what was going on in that situation. And what are uh, the people who are interviewing that person, learning about that person, taking some notes to really validate some of their strengths and experiences. Be sure to debrief this exercise after people go through it. People need to talk about these experiences that they've come through successfully. Even if they share experiences where they felt stuck or that weren't positive, you can ask them, what would you have done differently had you known what you know now? So I really encourage you to do this, it will help bring new energy to your team. And it can also give you some specific ideas for implementing uh, some new ways of operating to leverage their strengths in a better way. So great, great exercise to try. So a quick exercise you might want to do alone, just for yourself is to get out a sheet of paper, and just quickly jot down three experiences that you have come through that were extremely difficult for you any time in your life. It could, could even be a childhood experience. It really doesn't matter, but you're fishing for the same kind of data. If you like to journal, then you can physically write out the stories. You know, what was the situation? What occurred? What did you do? What were the skills that you used or the kinds of qualities that you had that helped you come through that experience? If you don't like to journal, you might just want to jot down a few notes or key ideas or words that come to mind, but it does help to write it down. It just helps you to to validate that about yourself in some way so that you remind yourself of some of the strengths that you can leverage now better to help you move forward. So focusing on your positive core can really give you an upswing on that roller coaster. Take some time and explore the times in your life or your work that really helped you move forward. Then see if you can come up with a really short-term goal, something that you're just looking forward to. It doesn't even have to be work-related, but the importance of being able to see something positive on the horizon, something that's doable, something that you think you can accomplish in the short term can also really help you move back up the emotional scale. Let's move on to number three. Number three is doing something nice for someone else. When we're feeling the pain of frustration or negative emotions, or just when we feel like we're too down on ourselves. One of the best things to do is to shift your focus away from yourself, to reach out to someone else who needs help or who would appreciate some kind of support. Maybe surprise someone who doesn't expect to hear from you. The smallest gestures of kindness can make a big difference right now. So it could just be a simple phone call or even a note out of the blue. One CEO I know actually takes the time to write handwritten notes to some of the employees. They don't have to be long, but just a little touch point to to reach out to some people in your organization. Uh, might be a good idea, or just to pick up the phone and call. Uh, Another CEO I know is reaching out randomly by phone, not scheduled appointments, but just uh, a quick phone call to check in and see how some employees are doing. And it's really appreciated. So focusing on other people is one of the best things to do to help you ride this roller coaster so you're not focused so much on yourself. So the three key takeaways for today, remember, it's okay not to be okay. Number two, seek out the positive core and let that be a foundation for what you can do next. And then three, do something nice for someone else. Before I sign off, I thought I'd mention the importance of creating a culture that's sensitive to these issues. Over the years, I've worked with organizations that are trying to be very deliberate about the culture that they create, and I've heard them say things like, We want to be an organization where everyone's working hard, that we do whatever it takes, kind of like we're pushing the edge, right? (laughs) And so now my hope is that mental health is becoming even more critical to consider in your workplace and to embed in your culture help your team understand and deal with their own emotions and other people's emotions beyond just referring them to an EAP program. Consider what kind of culture you can create that makes a a wide range of emotions possible for people to express and to understand. And I think that you'll find a, a richer experience and more engagement from your people when they feel like they have a safe place to be themselves. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. You might also like one of my previous episodes, which is on a similar topic. It was called Building Leadership Resilience. It covers some additional tips and techniques on this subject. So we'll be sure to include a link in the show notes. My guess is the roller coaster ride will continue, like it or not. (laughs) I've never really liked roller coasters myself. I get severe motion sickness. And when I do, I have to stop and breathe and collect myself maybe you need to do the same. So I hope you can ride your roller coaster with a little more ease and spirit of adventure. Stay safe and hold on tight. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn and visit workmatters.com. And if you have a question or a suggestion for a future topic for the podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you. Until next time.